Good evening, gentlemen. Evening. Good evening. Good evening. How are we all? We all good? Very well, thank mm-hmm. you. I am good. Yeah. Thank you. Still here. Good. It's nice to be around the table again. It is indeed. I just had a thought. We've not used our names for a little while. Should we mention who we are, just yeah. in case anyone's new to the podcast? Yeah, I'm Joe Ida. Obi. James. And Stuart. And um, yeah, we are part of the same church, part of a preaching team at our church um, in Kent. And um, yeah, we just decided we wanted to start doing a podcast. Well, yeah. we got a bit of a nudge anyway, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, um, we did. So, And you know what? We've been praying about it tonight and... Obi was praying and I thought, do you know what, you hit the nail on the head that it's a privilege and an honour to spend yeah. the evening together, just yeah. being able to talk about our walk and our relationship with Jesus. And um, yeah. Because we wha- have fun, don't we? We, we do. Yeah, that, that was interesting because I actually met someone at the gym who's a member of the church. Yeah. And I was saying to him that I'm coming here to mm-hmm. meet with you guys. And he said, so what's this podcast about? So I said, oh, have you not been listening? So you've not been following our podcast. <laughs> oh, but anyway. How um, dare he? So, so, so actually, that prayer came from that conversation. Yeah. Because he said, tell me about this yeah. podcast. And that was the first time someone had actually asked me, mm-hmm. what is this about? Mm. So I started saying to him, you know, we regularly meet um, as a preaching team to talk about, discuss about upcoming what God is saying to our hearts. Um for the next season of, of Preach. And um, I had been listening to a, a recent podcast that I liked. And Joida has been hearing from God about podcasting. And we got together and we we're talking about this. And then we said, why don't we do podcasts? And then we realized that we've actually been doing podcasts every time we meet for Preach. Because mm-hmm. we yep. just gathered together and we have this lovely conversation. So as I was explaining that mm-hmm. to him, and I actually said, actually, for me... And that was when he clicked because for me, I was actually getting a lot from this podcast. And I didn't realize at the point that Mm. the best part I enjoy in this podcast is actually just hanging out. Mm. Okay. And and just talking about how our work with God is going Mm -hmm. and being in touch with our personal work Mm. with God and being in touch with other believers and sharing what this means outside of church context. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I put it to him. And that was where that prayer came from. So he was actually... I didn't realize, actually, it's a privilege because I wouldn't have done this if mm-hmm. we hadn't been... I mean, we do meet as preach, but we wouldn't have done it this regularly yeah. if not for this. And mm-hmm. and I think it's a time that I will look back on and realize how mm-hmm. blessed and yeah. precious this is. So, yeah, that was where it came from. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It is a really blessed time. And it's amazing how when you actually put something in and make proper time, you're carving out proper time to spend time with people, Mm. that you get to just, I don't know, be really real with Mm -hmm. your relationship Mm. with Jesus. And it just is so encouraging. So I love being around the table with you guys. And um, (laughs) yeah, we really hope that um, you enjoy just listening to us gabble on, really, uh, because we don't come with the answers. None of us have got the answers at all. But what we do have is a relationship. All four of us have a relationship with Jesus. And um, what we love to do is talk about that relationship to encourage each other and spur each other on. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we're going to do tonight, isn't it, gents? Yeah, yep. it is indeed. So, Stuart, you threw something in the table today. Yes, so, and it, I think it links with the way Obi was just describing this. So we help each other with a conversation and we trust that it has some interest to people mm-hmm. outside of the room. Um, and I'm just aware, I suppose, <laughs> that uh, over the years I've been a Christian, I've ended up with... Um, 
some many answered questions and quite a few unanswered ones. Mm. And this, I've noticed this um, relationship between certainty, or what I'm, I, I would call certainty, and uncertainty, or perhaps better would be mystery. Mm. Yeah. A- and how actually mm. um, these two often are hand in hand mm. in life. And uh, as a pastor, a lot of the conversations I have with people seem to... Uh, we're, we're looking for answers or we think there should be an answer mm. and uh, we can we can feel all sorts of pressure to have an answer yeah. um, mm. that, that makes sense of everything. And I suppose I'm just aware of this 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 interplay between certainty and mystery. Mm. And, and I, I was wondering how that impacted your lives and, mm. and if we could share a little bit around that. And, you know, those times where actually life's become really confusing mm-hmm. and we might wonder what God's doing. Um, mm. And you know, th- and, and how those times have affected us. So it's kind of quite a big topic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aware we can't answer everything for everyone out there, no. so we're going to make it quite personal, I think. Mm. Um, but we're just aware, you know, you, don't, you only have to put the news on mm. for a few minutes to realise that there's a lot of things going on that it would be quite easy to have a very neat answer to. Yeah. But I'm I'm less and less sure that there are neat answers. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. But I'm sure there is a good response that we can find. And uh, that's perhaps what's something we can explore together. I love yeah. it. Are you ready? I'm looking at everyone going, it's a meaty <laughs> one tonight. Are we ready for this one, chaps? I think we're ready. Yeah. We have to bring all ourselves here. Yeah. And, um, I think Absolutely. we have to just be as honest as possible and um, just explore those things. Like Stuart said, there's no answer here. Mm. It's just what our personal experience is. We'll still go out here. I have a feeling um, that there will still be moments in our lives where we will also look for answers ourselves. Mm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with spiritual maturity, mm-hmm. or you get to the spiritual fatherhood that you say, "Oh, my son, my son, you know, mm. I've got all the answers mm-hmm. wrapped up." So I'm quite aware that some of us will go out here, and in ten, five years' time, mm. might face situations that yeah. we genuinely. Um, don't have answers to yeah, mm. absolutely. irrespective of I our hope so. depth of knowledge. Yeah, I hope we do. You know, yeah. <laughs> in God. So I think it's that realistic part of yeah. being human yeah. mm. and being alive and trusting God. Mm. So yeah, um, it is interesting. Yeah. I think if you thought you had all the answers, then you'd be mistaken. Mm. I think that's part of the walk that we don't have the answers. Yeah. And that is part of the mystery. Yeah, it's that relationship, isn't it? You know, <coughs> the more you do relationship, the more you open your walk with God, your your whole life walk with God, the mm. more you find a different facet of who Jesus is. Mm. You learn more of what he's capable of, more of what that hope looks like, more mm. of what his gentleness and his love and his grace and his forgiveness means. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I think that we could all say, oh yeah, you know, I've read this, mm-hmm. yeah. but there's a real difference when mm. it's actually collided with your everyday life. And then all of a sudden it's like, wow, yeah. that yeah. word has manifest, that promise has manifest into my life that now I know because I know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yet, you're only going to know those things when you've experienced. And yeah. that doesn't always come in an easy way. Mm. Can you remember back to the time when you'd just become a Christian? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking particularly of the time when, you know, your eyes have been opened to something and it feels as though everything, it did for me, it felt as though things were beginning to make sense. Mm. I, I kind of 
there was a neat way of understanding the world. I knew who God was. I knew how to relate to him. There was a sense that, you know, for some people, they talk about this, their prayers are answered mm. um, kind of instantaneously mm. almost. There's this, I remember my brother telling me a story and um, he had had some church experience growing up and then had had, had a, an extended period of time where he wasn't kind of following God or, um, and then had a couple of instances in his life where you could describe them as near-death experiences where um, he'd come very close to dying right. uh, bar in a couple of ac- potential one was a potential accident and one was an accident and um it really shook him up and mm. he did at that point begin searching for god and, wow. and kind of found found a, a new understanding of faith and I remember him telling me this story of how as this kind of newfound faith was emerging uh, for him he'd he'd worn glasses for years and he went to bed one night and just said to god okay if this stuff's real then i want to be able to see better and not need these glasses. And he mm. woke up the next morning and hadn't worn glasses for years since. Because wow. he just, oh, come on. eyes got healed. And remarkable. And those moments where, mm. you know, that simple faith, yeah. asking God. And and then I've had a number of conversations with people, and I found this myself, where kind of that early certainty kind of evaporates mm. a little bit, <laughs> where God seems to not be quite as close at hand. And you begin to think, have I done something wrong yeah Yeah. what's this all about and does anybody else identify with that there's an all little bit of a (laughs) yep a little bit of a nod yeah absolutely it's when it kind of yeah you're on the mountaintop experience and you're having Mm. this fresh Mm. new revelations and then you hit hard stuff you do you can go almost formulaic depending on what you've learned from the bible you go into Mm. a formulaic place of well have a repented lord Mm. You know, mm. have I done things wrong to upset you? It's kind of that young, immature mm. understanding mm. of faith. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I've definitely had moments of that. Um, and that's sad because then when I look back now, I look back and think how sad that my immaturity took me to a really vulnerable place mm. of thinking mm. I'd done something wrong and totally misunderstood love and grace. Okay. And yeah. totally mis really yeah. understood what it meant to say, Jesus, I mm. want you in my life. Mm. And how that was sealed and mm. I didn't have to work mm. <laughs> to get blessing, to get stuff. Mm. Actually, sometimes he just wants to bless mm. just because he wants to, because that's what a father wants mm. to do to his kids. So, yeah, mm. I, I definitely relate to that. It makes me think of the uh, the farmer, the parable of the, the, the sower. Mm-hmm. And this, the seed went to various places and some of it went to rocks, rocky and it mm. didn't have deep roots mm-hmm. when trouble hit. Mm. But then there was a good soil, wasn't there? Mm. And I feel like perhaps that's the what God does, that he does give you a honeymoon period to begin with, and then he, he maybe deliberately draws away from you just to get your roots to just go deeper in him. may not feel particularly good. That's my uh, mm. solution to that. Well, I felt that, I think, over my walk because every time I just seem to get plugged into a church, just as I seem to be sort of finding my place, my dad would get a job somewhere else in mm. the country and off I'd go. Mm. And that always, uh, later on in life, I realised he was taking me away so that I would be reliant on him and mm-hmm. him alone. Mm. And that has been really strong for me. Mm. Um, and I feel like I'm reaping that benefit. Mm. Um, but that was a long time mm. of him 
going, you don't get this and yeah. you're not going to like this. <laughs> and he wasn't saying that to me. It was how I felt. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I, did, I didn't understand it a lot of the time. Mm. But, I mean, hindsight's wonderful, isn't it? Mm. But I can look back and I knew he was taking me to that, that place where it was a bit like it's just you and mm. me. Mm. Who, where are you going? When you go to a new place, where are you going to look first? Who are you going to go to when trouble comes? Who are you going to talk to? And it was just like, I'm going to strip it all away. Mm. So you mm. just come to me. And it weren't very comfortable growing up. But mm. now, like I say, I'm, I'm reaping that harvest in relationship with him. So you said it wasn't very comfortable. How long was that discomfort for? How long did that last for? So we moved away from this sort of area when I was nine mm -hmm. and I didn't come back to this area until I was about 21. <laughs> and in that time we've moved to Bristol, to Portsmouth, to Guernsey, <laughs> back to Portsmouth. <laughs> I moved to Hastings and then moved to uh, Mayfield. Okay. Um, so an so extended period. It was a really extended period. Mm -hmm. And I think at a crucial time, I didn't become a Christian um, until I was about 13. Okay. So from about 13 to really 21, maybe yeah. a little bit longer because I found it a real struggle mm -hmm. coming back here mm -hmm. um, and plugging in yeah. and finding lasting friendships. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a long time. Yeah. A long time. And in that crucial time, teenage years, yeah. mm. you know, just settling in Bristol. The longest place I'd lived as a child, it was four and a half years. And then up I go and mm. 18 months in somewhere mm -hmm. else and three years somewhere mm -hmm. else and back mm -hmm. for six months. And then mm -hmm. so never could really bed into those cycles of friendships. Mm. Um, but he knew what he was doing. Yeah, He really knew what he was doing. And yeah, I'm thankful he did it. Mm. I'm so thankful he did it. But I can't say I understood it all. Mm. So, so that's I suppose that's hitting on the... the key part of the question that I was thinking of and this these experiences we have where we want to f it feels as though we want to find meaning for them we want mm. to understand how why things are happening and mm. mm -hmm. Joeda were quick to say I I'm grateful for it now mm. and we we look back on those times and that was 21 and so you're now a handful of years on from there <laughs> um, and you know, it, it, it's easy to go, well, it's it's okay now. It's great. I understand why God did that. But you went through a long period where yeah. it's confusing. And yeah. uh, and James, you, I think, so wisely talks about the parable of the sower where the seed's being sown. And that's a great illustration. That's why Jesus t seems to tell that story mm. of the, other than the seed that gets snatched away by the mm. birds, yeah. all the other seed puts mm. down roots mm -hmm. and it does start to grow straight away. And and yet there are either weeds that come up and choke it or there's the soils not very deep. And so it doesn't, mm. doesn't the roots don't go down deep. And that does seem to be the issue that actually all these other things come in mm -hmm. um, and uh, an effect. And, and you said maybe that's why God does that. And he lets our roots go down deep or makes our roots go down yeah. deep initially. And there's that kind of initial flurry. And I think it feels like you're right, but I, I'm intrigued by the way you're looking for an, a reason and a solution <laughs> and we it seems as though we like we're meaning finding beings we yeah. love to find meaning for things and understand the why mm -hmm. and i'm finding in life that i very rarely have an answer to the question why mm. and i'm less and less comfortable with other people's answers for the question why mm. as well mm. unless it's a personal one for them yeah. they've understood but a generic this is why these things happen mm. I'm 
I'm just not convinced anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm not sure the Bible presents us with a clear answer mm. yeah. as to why bad stuff happens all the time, mm. yeah. other than that we're in a broken world mm-hmm. uh, and God's at work in that. Mm-hmm. And he's, yes, he's bringing redemption. But mm. in this whole area of our own experiences, there is pain and, and yeah. confusion. And mm. those years, Joey, do you walk through that time? as a teenager they would have felt like they were going on forever because <laughs> life moves did. slowly doesn't it right <laughs> you know like we as we get older we talk about life speeding up but that was painful at the time does anybody else like, kind of obi or james do you identifying with something like that a, a period where it's been less certain yeah i think it all depends on um so this is one that's difficult really mm. um because it, it like you said, Stuart, it, it will be personal for, for a lot yeah. of people. And we're here to do um, personal stuff and be genuine with our work with God. I wish um, is one of those ones that you can theologize or, mm-hmm. or give an answer or mm-hmm. or try and even understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting, James, using, you used the parable of the sower. Mm. Um I chuckled at that because I've seen Christians that are mature that you would consider deep mm-hmm. in God and they bear good fruits. Mm. And um, they've hit situations where they are holding on in faith. Mm-hmm. But I'm on the sideline mm-hmm. watching mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm asking questions on mm. their behalf. So, mm. so, so mm. Yeah. it's deep because mm. I'm, it's almost if you're not careful... Is even shaking your you to your own roots as well oh, because all the time. because yeah. these are these are people that have walked in faith, yeah. have run the race faithfully, and are going through stuff. And I have people because we all have bias. Yeah, you walk with God for a long time if you, mm. you've earned some brownie points mm-hmm. to last you a lifetime. <laughs> you know, Lord, I've I've done <laughs> stuff. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. I've 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 sacrificed time with my family. I've done podcasts with Joida, Stewart, <laughs> <laughs> and James. Come on, cut me some slack. Okay. You know, I yeah, don't yeah. have to go through this stuff. I've been a good boy. No, yeah. I've yeah. tried. Yeah. I've done my bit, God. Yeah. Um, even if I was ill. I'm, so I'll set, is, it, I'll set com- it against... This is performance-related Performance-related benefits. Related <laughs> benefits you know? okay. And okay. and we seem to view people we work with that yeah. way. And um, because we are human beings, we are, we, are, we are real people. And I see some people that I've known that mm. appear mean, mm-hmm. appear stuff, and things just go smooth sailing mm-hmm. through life. Okay. And... You know, and I'm looking at, I'm holding two people mm. in my tiny hands before yeah, yeah, God as yeah. if I'm God. I'm saying, why is he having such a free ride? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Despite his not having a, being a relationship with yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And what is, if, and this is where, for me, and for a lot of Christians are there to say, struggle with mm. faith. Mm. Because sometimes, if you're not carefully, the mystery around faith mm-hmm. sometimes almost flips the whole principle on its head because you read about God's promises in the Bible. Mm-hmm. You read about his faithfulness. Yeah. And I experience God's faithfulness. You read about, mm. you know, if you walk in my ways, um, you'll be fruitful all the days of your life. Mm-hmm. And you seem to think I have walked in God's ways or you seem to see people that have walked in the way and the mystery mm-hmm. surrounding this is where some people are walking in absolute disobedience mm-hmm. to the will of God. And in this broken world, they seem to be navigating, a, having a fair deal. 
Okay. And yeah. and personally for me, apart from my own personal journey, which I'll get to in later, but personally for me, that has mm-hmm. so it's not so much I have my own personal experience mm. that are actually richer. But where I've mm-hmm. struggled with this is where I've worked faithfully with people. Yeah. And suddenly they've hit series of tough mm. roadblocks and I'm I'm find myself sometimes when I kneel down to pray for them, I find myself not actually praying but wondering. Mm-hmm. You know, is mystery because mm-hmm. if you're being honest, you sometimes wonder, Lord, wh- wh- what is it yeah. about this? Yeah. Where is your faithfulness yeah. in in this situation? Where is your you are a just God, you are mm. a righteous judge. Mm. Where is the faithfulness in this? And in is in those moments that I really begin to realize how despite being a leader, despite seeking God, I begin to realize how immature, mm-hmm. um, how weak I am, and I begin to realize how much more I need God. Mm to even work on my heart, to yeah. work on my work with him, yeah. to, 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 exp- to, to help me even when I don't understand, to keep mm-hmm. trusting, to keep believing mm-hmm. that he's faithful because it's the challenge. Yeah. Um, I, um, that challenges my faith, if I'm mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much as what I'm going through because if I'm going through it, I'm internalizing it, I think I'm working with God closer. Yeah. I think I'm going deeper in depth. Is when... A loved one is going yeah. through a challenge yeah. that I don't seem to have answer, and I'm so wanting desperately to have answer and mm. comfort them and tell yeah. them this is the work of God, and I have no answers. Yeah. It's that roadblock and that yeah. mystery yeah, yeah. that um, is at that moment that I realize that, Lord, I, I really need you. Yeah. I need a fresh revelation. I need to know mm-hmm. what you are doing. Mm. And, and, and interestingly, sometimes God doesn't just tell us anything Mm. that's so powerful yeah yeah i really identify with that and uh particularly the first half of what when you talked about those who are going through some struggles and you're not sure why versus those who are seemingly blessed Mm. and you're not sure why i think i I particularly identify with the struggle around the first part of that and and with people that you love and care for and Mm. you're watching them go through painful situations Mm. and you pray and the thing you pray for doesn't appear to happen, mm. and I think you're—I think you're absolutely right. There's, there's a difference when it's happening to you compared to to yeah. somebody else, mm-hmm. and, and none of us want that to happen to us. But mm. when it does, it's it's on us and our journey with God, and and yet there's something that's so hard when you're trying to support others mm. and pray for them. It feels like you're almost responsible pr- for providing an answer yeah. sometimes, and yeah. yeah. And actually, I know I'm not, but I want to so yeah. much. Yeah. And I feel so powerless yeah. and useless. And it's in those moments when you talk about being a leader, you know, in terms of church leadership, I look and I think, what am I doing? Mm. You know, I should, surely I should be, after all these years, I should mm. know how to pray and see God heal. And of course, it's not about me, is it? Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's it's incredibly humbling, um, but also heartbreaking yeah. at times. It's that place of almost wanting to fix it as mm. well fixing it for them having yeah. the answer for them having the wisdom for them having yeah. something that's almost like a platitude that says hey <laughs> mm. hold on or hey god's doing this or there's this beauty this um song um 
by Toby Mac, 21 years, and it's about his son who died um, of um, a drug addiction. And there's this one line that says, um, some says um, mm. he was made for this. Mm. And I just thought, oh, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you think, mm. oh, Lord, how many times have I gone and given something yeah. out of mm. just wanting to give comfort or just yeah. wanting to give something yeah. because I want to fix it and I want you to feel better. I, I want you to hold on better. Yeah. And actually, sometimes mm. that's the worst thing we can do because yeah. you're, you can cause resentment and anger mm. towards God because mm. of our misunderstanding mm -hmm. or our need to fix it for you. Yeah. I desperately wanted to fix my best friend's situation and I couldn't. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't give her reasons why. I couldn't give yeah. her how to get out of it. I, I just had to watch her walk this journey out for 10 years and not mm. once but twice mm -hmm. and, mm. and thinking, I don't want to say anything that's going to make it worse, mm. but I want to yeah. say something. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then you end up finding just going, God's got you. You just want to go, what's yeah. that? But it's mm. true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if mm. I can't do any more, I can just pray for you and be behind the scenes mm. going, God, yeah. but God's got you. God's mm. not left you. God sees you. All yeah. these things that can seem so there. Mm. But the reality is that's the truth. You know, he mm. sees one he encouragement knows. I have found through a personal story. I mean, anybody that has listened to me for a while knows that I'm, I, I love my dad, my late dad to, to bits. You know, he's the man that raised me. Mm -hmm. A bit of a problem because I find he had to have a role model because I had such a wonderful role model in him. Mm -hmm. um, and what I see as encouragement through my own personal story, I mean, I lost, well, lost him in 2017, so six years ago now. And what I found was um, that, that that's helped me is that I think if you manage to, if God in his mercy and his mm -hmm. wisdom manages to still leave you hanging around this side of the globe, mm -hmm. whenever the turbulent season goes, I think what I found is God's faithfulness. Mm. Um, yeah. I found um, that he uses even the worst situations mm. that this is from personal experience mm. yeah. that the worst of the worst situations and I've not gone through the worst so hopefully he wouldn't push this narrative too far <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I found is that if you come out mm. um, his ways what I've realized through personal experience is that we use this word flippantly, but God's ways are not our ways. Oh, yeah. um, he is the omnipotent, omniscient. Mm -hmm. He sees what we do not see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I've found that I have people always I go deep fairly quickly. Two people here are guilty of that. But um, I, I find that my experiences through deep challenging times mm -hmm. have brought a deep faith yeah. mm -hmm. in God yeah. has mm -hmm. given me perspective to God's nature mm -hmm. that I would never personally yeah. have gone through. I've had myself question, mm -hmm. um, why do you have to be righteous? Why do you have to be just? Mm -hmm. um, because my dad was just as far as I knew. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. He was Nigerian, but a different kind of Nigerian. Um, but I never had him say, evil he was a leader in okay. his community he helped out um had various opportunities to profit from 
a really uneducated community and he had a lot of opportunities in his hands. Mm. And Can you just unpack, Obi, what he's Nigerian, but a different kind of Nigerian Because means? Nigeria is um, a country that is, is interesting mm. because um, we don't... Huge we, population, Huge right? population. Um, uh, quite a lot of corruption is quite endemic in okay. Nigeria. Um, it's a culture that hasn't quite shifted. Um, even among us Nigerians, we always say he's Nigerian. Be, you know, if I'm Nigerian, I'm saying be Nigerian. Be diligent. Okay, so it comes, so, it so comes it, with... It comes with instinctive okay, okay. being cautious, yeah. really. And it's something, a narrative that we've, we've mm. struggled with okay. as, a, as a people. Um, and and it's, it's, quite, it's got quite a high level of corruption, if I'm honest, and, and something that only God will fix in his time. But mm. being in that sort of situation mm-hmm. and being I've been raised in a household where things have become good and we've mm-hmm. been faced challenging financial situation that mm. you know my dad had to he was a professional but he had to do manual jobs to provide for his family mm-hmm. and seeing that level of mm. discipline mm-hmm. and still not compromising when he had opportunity to compromise okay um made me realize and then all the promises uh, mm-hmm. when he left to be with God and and I hadn't made enough money to reward him enough and I didn't see the overflowing of the blessings mm-hmm. of the righteousness of mm-hmm. the reward for the righteous it wasn't something I saw evidently mm-hmm. yeah we have glimpses don't get me wrong mm-hmm. But it wasn't something I had f- wanted him to be like 85 now. I could fly to Nigeria tomorrow, mm-hmm. buy him all sorts that he wants. You know, all his six children will be so successful in their marriages. They mm-hmm. would all be happy. Yeah. His bear, his land will be filled with milk and honey. Yeah. Uh, grandchildren will be playing at his table. Okay. He will be laughing yeah, yeah. in his old age. Yeah. Or he will be dripping down his beard like Abraham. Okay. You know, all those promises <clears throat> yeah. um, I didn't see happen. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I struggled with that mm. because uh, for me, mm. I felt, where is the reward, mm-hmm. you know, for being righteous? Where is the reward for being mm-hmm. just? Where where all those principles he, he preached? Mm. And it so God took me on this journey. Mm. And, you know, people would hear me now say things like, you know, the one that sent us, is the one that knows our mission, really. Mm -hmm. So all I believed that at the time I lost dad, Mm. that he had done what the one that sent him came to do. And that was a journey God had to take me through personally Mm -hmm. to say to me, it was never about you. Mm. He came at a time such Mm. as this Mm -hmm. to do what I proposed Mm. for him to do. And, you know, I was speaking to my younger sister yesterday and he had this Dutch company that came and established a big institution in my village. And everyone was saying to him, you know, as a condition, he was the sole person that drew up the agreement and everyone was saying, send your children, Mm -hmm. you know, lobby for your children to go to. I could have schooled in Dutch. I would have been speaking Dutch (laughs) now. And he was busy lobbying for every Mm. child in the village to have three slots for scholarship. He said to me, they're backward. Mm. Some of the wickedness they show is because they're not educated. Okay. So they need to see the light. 
to get liberated. So I was speaking to my sister yesterday, and she said three children just got admission wow. to that um, educational institution scholarship, mm -hmm. and that was his legacy. Mm -hmm. So even while I was praying, I said, God, thank you for his life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. He has done what yep. you've sent him to do. It yeah, was never so about good. us. No. Yes. And these are so one of the things I've learned through that personal yeah. journey is that God sees beyond mm -hmm. um, what we think or what we desire. We want all the good things, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it's just my personal experience that it's richer. Yeah. Knowing God's, that God's side of God's nature was deeper and richer. Mm. Yeah. As so much as I would have still loved to have him here. Yeah. You know. The way my brain is ticking, you guys are sort of lamenting over the mystery. I'm looking for the solution. This <laughs> 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 is the are. way my brain works. <laughs> <Of course laughs> <you are. laughs> and as you're as, as you're saying that, I'm th I'm thinking, perhaps in eternity, everything's levelled. And it, the scripture does talk about crowns. Mm -hmm. And I'm also thinking that where J it must be Jesus saying, mm -hmm. "Store up your treasures in heaven." Mm -hmm. So maybe it's not. Of course, it's about now. Of course, it's about now. We're living now, but perhaps, actually, it's more about eternity. Mm. And the, I would hope that when we reach the other side in eternity, <laughs> some of these mysteries would be solved. Mm. You imagine mm. they would be. But that's how I'm kind of squaring the circle at mm. this point, thinking your father yeah. is now in heaven, and there's no better place mm. than that. And, and what is it that leads us to want to square the circle? <laughs> well, I'm a very logical person, <laughs> so I love doing that. <laughs> Cause yeah, cause we I want we want the answer, don't we? We do. We yeah. really want answers. I remember some years ago coming across some teaching on um, Jewish wisdom literature. So looking at Proverbs, then Ecclesiastes and Job. They're kind of these kind of books mm. that look at these issues. And Proverbs seems Proverbs. mostly, not all, mostly very neat and tidy. <laughs> you behave in a certain way, you mm -hmm. will be blessed. Yeah. And when it talks about blessing, it talks about financial provision. And the, the picture you described, Obi, of your dad was exactly that picture. Mm -hmm. You know, the oil and the kids and all the rest of it. So that's Proverbs. Then Ecclesiastes is this book where <laughs> Solomon goes, Solomon basically goes, well, I've tried all that. Or yeah, the yeah. writer, sorry, to the Ecclesiastes, of Ecclesiastes right, looks and goes, well, none of that makes sense, does it? Mm -hmm. That just yeah. doesn't work. And yeah. then we get to Job. And clearly you've then got a righteous man suffering. And it's the, you get these three books together. And it's mm. really intriguing how the Bible's holding these three things together. Yeah. One neat and packaged and lots of answers. Exactly as we try and do today mm -hmm. still, yeah. Yeah. thousands of years later. Ecclesiastes going, well, not really sure. No. All of it's meaningless. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. The end trust. message. Yes. Yeah. And then this message of Job where the one thing... Job's comforters and friends get right is when they're silent at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And in the midst of pain, they turn up and they say nothing. Yeah. And they just mourn with Job. That's the only bit they get right. Yeah. And after that, they're wanting to find a reason, yeah. give an answer, mm -hmm. make sense of what's going on. And we yeah. find ourselves in that place of wanting to make sense of it. Yeah. I think there is an answer. And you can shoot me down because I'm doing what I'm saying not to. But I think the answer is what tentatively in, in all that we're saying is about trust yeah mm. absolutely and it's it's a we're, that we're led in intentionally into mystery god d does this this seems to be the pattern of life and mm. and through it all he's wanting us to trust him yeah, yeah. Yes, and that's about definitely. it 
Yeah. That, that, that is the message. You know, Abraham told to go to the land I will show you. Yeah. Mm. Where's that then? Yeah. You yeah. Know, give me the postcode. I'll type it in, get the sat-nav directions yeah. up, and off we go. No, go to the land I will show you. He's mm-hmm. led into mystery. Moses asks, who is it that's sending me? What's your name? I am that I am. Yeah. Mm. Is the name he's given. Well, that wasn't quite as specific <laughs> as I was hoping. <laughs> you know, there's a sense of yeah. of mystery still, even with the name of God. Yeah. He's mm. self-referential rather than... And, and that pattern seems to continue on yeah. where yeah. the disciples are, you know, told I'm by Jesus, I'm, I'm going, but I'll be with you. Wait for me mm. to fill you effectively by my spirit and, and I will be with you. And it seems as though in all of it, we're not comforted by, but assured that yeah. God will be with us mm. and that we are to trust him. Yeah. And, and that's, I'm still on this process and this uh, of figuring this out, but it seems to me that that's the irreducible core of the mm. stuff that makes yeah. sense: mm. is that yeah. God's going to be with me, yeah. and I'm called to trust Him. Yeah. And I think James, you may well be right that maybe all this will certainly. I will either have an answer at some point mm-hmm. in eternity, mm-hmm. or I won't care. Yeah. One or the other. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's, it that's wouldn't, my it wouldn't it matter now. at that it point. Yeah, it yeah. will <laughs> no longer matter. Yeah, and, and maybe there is some big leveling up, but I do know that the God of all the earth will do what's right. Absolutely. He's a God of justice, mm-hmm. which means justice for the brokenhearted, for the downtrodden. It, it means all sorts of things will be made right. Mm. But in that, even my call, I think the call is to trust him, that yeah. he will. Mm. Yeah. And I think it comes down to that. He's with us and we've got to trust him. The thing that comes to me mind when you say that there's a God of justice is actually none of us deserve anything mm. at all. Very. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. just God's grace and mercy that mm. he blesses us in mm. any way. Yeah. Mm. So here we are being a bit like um, Job. Why have we done this? What's going on? And then mm. God's saying, where were you when I created the earth? Mm. Mm. Well, that's the classic, isn't it? You know, why, 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 why? And, and Job's being accused unfairly. Because yeah. the, the rationale is... That he must have sinned. That's what his friends yeah. are saying. You must have sinned because you've had bad stuff happen to you. Mm-hmm. And their their no. worldview meant that was the way it worked. They're applying logic yeah. like I am. You tick God off and he's punishing mm-hmm. you. Yeah. God is always good. He always gives good gifts, like it says in Proverbs, to mm. those who are just and mm-hmm. the, the evil suffer. Therefore, you're suffering. Therefore, you're evil. Yeah. That's, that was their logic. And Job's saying, no, I'm not. Mm. Um, so yeah. he's then questioning the whole mechanism. Um I think the really lovely thing as you were talking, Stuart, you know, I've said many times the um, New Testament Academy Mm. that you did was Mm -hmm. just really changed the way that I read the Bible. And I think sometimes you can read the Bible thinking I'm going to get the answers Mm. and actually you can find reading the word of God can confuse you more until you have a fresh understanding Mm. of what this word is. Mm. And for me, I don't see that I read the word giving me answers Mm -hmm. but yet showing me who he is yes Mm. who is God yeah who is Jesus who is the Holy Spirit so who is this Trinity who are they and what is their character that is shown from the very first page to the very last page that is that Mm. overwhelming thing Mm. of trustworthy trustworthy faithful faithful just Mm. And I think for me, after doing that academy with you and and reading the New Testament 
and having that fresh eyes, it kind of opened my eyes to how I'd been reading the Bible so mm. wrong. <laughs> I mean, it was great to be reading the Bible, but I was reading it with wrong sight. Okay. And I think I was, I, I definitely remember in my teens and my 20s feeling really oppressed by the word of God because okay. I felt like it was a, a do and a don't and, and mm, there was gray I areas see. and okay. then yep. other people's interpretations mm. of it and what this must mean. And, uh, and actually just okay. to have those lights turn on that read this in a new way just has freed me to give me that firmer foundation okay. i feel like i've had a firm relationship with the lord mm. but this has cemented it mm -hmm. because i've not been looking to this of right or wrong i've been looking okay. to this who is my god yes mm. yeah, what yeah. does my yeah. god say yeah. and yeah he does talk about us being faithful and mm. he does say that he honors those that are faithful to him mm. and the call to obedience mm. even when you don't blink in yeah. no yeah. what an earth he's doing but because I've read his word and I'm constantly wanting to know more yeah. I know my God is faithful mm. and I know that what my God mm. did to those people and for his people mm -hmm. in the New Testament in the Old Testament mm. right the way through mm. to when Jesus came there is never a promise that he didn't fulfill mm -hmm. mm. so my God keeps his promise yeah and then the, the top and the bottom of it is he's faithful and he's yeah. loving and he's forgiving. And yeah. all of those key things that all of a sudden then just go, Lord, when I go into that time when I don't understand, I can't look at it mm. <laughs> because this is going to confuse me mm -hmm. because I mm. don't understand. I mm. don't understand why bad things happen. I don't understand why mm. people are dying. I don't understand why people are murdered. I don't understand mm. why Christians are suffering but I do know you mm. and it's that place. And, and supposedly, you know, some people go, well, that's a very, why don't you look mm. more? Why don't you ask more? Mm. But that basic faith for me is just going, God, I don't understand, but I do trust you. And, and I will go into praying for people and I will yeah, go and contend yeah. for people, yeah. but ultimately not telling him what he should do, mm -hmm. but saying, Lord, I trust you with this. Mm. And I declare your faithfulness over them. And I declare your love over them. And mm -hmm. I declare your provision. And I declare your healing yeah. under your authority yeah. and your will and your purpose. And mm -hmm. that's all I can do mm. because all it says in this is this is who my God is. Yeah. And I think that has really helped me to not want to try and find the answers all the time. Because I can't, I don't know what his big plans and purposes mm -hmm. are. I yeah. don't understand the sovereignty of God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the minute I try to understand why he does and doesn't allow things is the moment that it can rock me to the core. Yeah. And you think, yeah. what's yeah. that for? What yeah. good does that bring me? Absolutely. Yeah. But all I do know is I want to be obedient to you, Father, because actually I don't want to lose you. I don't mm. want to lose my relationship with you over something that I can't find the answers to. Mm, yeah. So I'm very thankful yeah. that mm. the way God has taught me to read his word in a fresh way, mm. that it's not about answers, but it is about showing me who he is. And yeah. that's helped me mm. a lot. That's so encouraging and th that he is the answer in a sense, yeah. isn't he? He's, mm. he's the one that all of this leads to where we have a growing and deepening to pick up on the kind of terminology, James, you were talking about these roots earlier, this this deepening trust in God mm. that goes beyond our circumstances. It goes beyond the answer. It goes, mm. I was thinking as you were talking, Joe, of, of Paul, who 
has this what and we don't know what it is he describes this thorn in his mm -hmm. flesh mm. um and people debate was it a physical ailment or all sorts of things um and he pleads with the lord on three occasions mm -hmm. to have this taken away from him mm. and and god says my grace is sufficient for mm. you mm. and and we he doesn't seem to get to any clearer understanding of the why's the wherefores mm. but he's led to a place of trust that god's with him mm -hmm. and that all that he needs is provided in that yeah. moment and it seems as though that's the way god wants to lead us mm -hmm. to deepening trust and yet i think obi you talked about finding i don't know if it was on the podcast now or the conversation we had before we started <laughs> I've, I've got a bit lost but um there was something about being at rock bottom mm. uh, we were chatting about and i've known those times when everything's confusing mm. and it doesn't feel neat and tidy at the time and yet as i've come out the other side it does seem as though all i've got left is just this this knowledge that god's with me yeah, yeah. and that's enough yeah um and i it didn't feel enough going into the situation yeah because i wanted all sorts of other things sorting out mm. Mm -hmm. but actually in the midst of that brokenness whatever the situation is the fact that god's with me is enough mm -hmm. and it's okay and that's all i need yeah I've been going through a really funny stage and, and I'd shared this, um, I don't think I've shared it on the podcast about the holiness of God mm. and having holy fear. And fear not meaning that we're frightened of mm -hmm. God, yeah. but the fear almost being a respect mm. for who he is. And I'm going in a, into a season of, mm. of understanding that mm -hmm. and thinking, yeah, Lord, forgive me when I've shrunk you. Yeah, because mm -hmm. ultimately, you are the God that judges the world. Mm, yep. You are mm. the God that is coming back, mm. <laughs> and uh, you know. And when mm. we shrink Him into our earthly box, mm -hmm. just okay. So Joeda's life, mm -hmm. and I'm going to put you in the box. We 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 kind of yeah. bring Him down into this earthly place mm. that tries to make Him think and and respond in the way that we do, and ultimately we've forgotten that He mm. is Lord. He mm. is He's God. Yeah. He mm. is King. Yeah. And, and and just feeling like almost that call to come back to mm. that mm. reverence place mm -hmm. of being in his presence that says, ultimately, I trust you because you mm. are king. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and really feeling a sense of, mm. actually, have we lost some of that, Lord? Um, mm. And actually, I shouldn't say we. I really hate that sometimes about Christians, how we can so easily kind of want to mask everybody with that. Mm -hmm. okay. And actually, what's, okay. what's he saying to me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll take that yeah. back. To me, okay. have I lost that? Yeah. Have I lost that holy fear yeah. of knowing mm. his sovereignty and who it is that I come before? Because mm. we can sometimes so easily take that relationship with mm. Jesus and make it so softly and gently and mm. lovely and so yeah. in my pocket, Jesus, that I take mm. out and makes me feel better. Yeah. And actually the... Mm. The reality is yeah. he has a kingdom mm. that he, you know, there's a spirit realm that we don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. We can try all we can, but yeah. we don't fully understand. His plans and purposes are still at work. Yeah. Nothing that's going on the earth is a yeah. surprise to him. Mm -hmm. And have I surrendered to that? Yeah. Mm. Because if, if I have surrendered to that, then I should be in a place that says, okay, your sovereignty I'm trusting you, mm. your mm. sovereignty, <laughs> that bigger picture. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think it's a place that we also have to keep going to. So, mm. so it's almost like mm. every day, because this journey is tough. 
um, this Christian work we do is tough. This life is tough. Mm. Um, let's be honest. I almost wish as, because this is a funny thing, because God calls us and he says, come to me, all you that are heavy laden, mm. and I will give you my yoke. My yoke is light. Mm -hmm. And that's the key word. So there's a yoke. Mm -hmm. You know, there's actually a yoke. He didn't say, come to me and give me all your yoke and walk away free. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yeah, actually yeah. said, my yoke is light. Yeah. And and we as a Christian, I might, I'm, I'm only talking, I'm, because this topic is quite sensitive. I'm only referring to I mm. here. Mm -hmm. but, you know, and I think for me, sometimes I had taken it that following Jesus means there's no yoke. Mm. Mm. And, and, and I've interpreted, hence why pain and challenges come as a surprise right? yeah. because you have yeah. this season where there is peaceful waters mm -hmm. and you walk this season and you're mm. with God and we've almost sort of thought we've done trade by battle with Jesus and we've traded all our challenges that we're ever going to face we've faced mm. um, with a life that will be free because mm. we've known Jesus, we've encountered Jesus and we have the Holy Spirit that yeah. work in our lives and, and I, I think we miss that little caveat there mm. where he says my yoke is yeah. light and I think his promise for me the way I see it is that he will never leave or mm. forsake us mm -hmm. so if, yeah. if I come into that deep painful place I'm saying God and I almost sometimes why I miss it personally is mm -hmm. that when a fellow believer comes to me we in a broken place mm. I tend to want to play God. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I tend to want to pray them out of the situations, yep. whereas yep. all I had to do was say, I'm standing with you, I'm mm. trust, I'm praying mm. for God's spirit to do the work yeah. in yeah, your heart. that's the key, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because it has to be in your heart. Yep. Yeah, that's so good. That, that battle is fought. Mm -hmm. yeah. It has to be your conviction, your decision mm -hmm. to mm. say, God, I will get up and trust you. Mm. Through this pain, through these mm -hmm. tears, through this blood, I will trust you. Mm. And our job as fellow runners of this race yeah. is when you're faltering, and Joida used this when I went through a future, I've been through some challenging mm. times, and Joida said, you know, this is where we come in mm -hmm. because at this point, you are not there and we are holding forth in prayer mm -hmm. for God's spirit yep. to rise, for you to find the faith, yeah. For you to get to that bottom, almost like you hit the rock bottom mm. and then you found a solid base mm -hmm. to say, God, I run to you. Mm. Yeah. And our prayer of intercession should be more towards that, mm -hmm. that you find God in mm. whatever that situation so is for yourself. Mm. And not for me to pray yeah. for God. There's nothing wrong in praying for healing and stuff. Mm. But don't take that burden. Yeah. And I find myself sometimes feeling uncomfortable. I've prayed for someone, for something to happen, and it hasn't happened. Yeah. And I'm seeing them, and I'm walking by, and I'm mm. looking down. Almost yeah. like I was responsible to provide yeah. the healing in the first place. <laughs> now I've got nothing to say. <laughs> <I've> <laughs> got nothing. <laughs> we've said it, it all. Yeah. We, we've said it all. We fasted. We've yeah. done what yeah. we need to do. Now what? Yeah. And it's that place where you need to say, God, when I have no answers, mm. and when everything I've done that your word says I should mm. do have failed, mm. Or seems to have failed because his word is true. Yeah. Our perception of failure is not his perception of failure. Mm -hmm. To say, Lord, I will still trust. Mm -hmm. So what more can I do than to trust? Yeah. Question. When you see someone who has a problem and they say, please pray for me, or you just pray anyway, you want mm -hmm. to pray, do you say to God, 
is this your will or how should I pray? Uh, I asked that question because I've had a situation where it was in a home group situation years ago now and someone has a physical problem. Mm. I don't know what it was now. So everyone gathered around to, to pray for the healing of this person. Mm. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, this is not my will. Hmm. I was mm. like, I didn't, I didn't go, uh, excuse me, we're not going to pray now. Okay. I just let everyone else do their yeah. prayers um. and I just held back because... I just heard God say, it's not my will okay. to heal mm. on this occasion. Mm. We're very quick, aren't we, to jump in and mm. pray problems of people. Mm. But actually, And that's from a place of love. Of course. Because mm. we love each other. And, we want, and it's a place of wanting to solve uh, Absolutely. Solve if you're problem. cracking up or, you know, going, uh, my natural instinct is to jump in and yep. say, Lord, and he calls us to that. Mm. But I think for me, what I'm learning or trying to learn is to not now take on the burden mm -hmm. of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. To say, Lord, mm. I hand yeah. James whatever yeah. over to you. Yeah. We pray for healing. We yeah. pray and we believe. Yeah. Because He calls us to pray, and He mm. answers. But when that answer is not evident in the way we expect, because He always answers. Mm -hmm. The key is that He answers. How He answers is up to Him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's always different from what we expect. And that's what I've found mm. comforting in my personal challenges mm -hmm. that I've prayed. And I, I read this um, devotional called Restful Anticipation, and it changed my view mm -hmm. of difficult seasons, of, mm. of, of, you know, God always answers and he stays true to his word. Mm -hmm. What our interpretation or our mm -hmm. expectation, mm -hmm. he is not man. He's not moved yeah. by our emotions. Yeah. Yeah. And what our interpretations of that mm. and that season that we expect, and we are right to expect because we're human mm. beings. If you're in pain, you want healing. Mm. You want relief from mm. pain. That you a human. Yeah. You know, Jesus, knowing who he is, yeah. being God, being the full deity, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen my father. Mm. Knowing fully well his mission on earth, said, Lord, if it is possible. Mm. Yeah. And that, that I find yeah. that so powerful that God used, that Jesus came to reveal fully human and fully God to mm. show that we are human. We will find breaking points where we say, God, I want to get out of this, mm. but still trust his will. Uh, and I think that's our journey. It will be different for everybody is yeah. what I'm learning. Yeah. I find it interesting as well, you know, taking on that burden of when you pray with someone. Is that again because we've been taught a formulaic way to pray, mm. a formulaic way of praying for healing? Have we mm. taken on stuff that man has taught us over mm. the years that we haven't checked in in our relationship with Jesus? And mm. I'd want to say I put my hand up. Yeah. That formulaic yeah. way and then that expectation of, right, when I'm praying and it says, well, you know, if you have faith, you can da-da-da-da. So you're like, right, well, mm -hmm. and then querying and questioning mm -hmm. why it hasn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Obi, you're so right in that place of going, why am I taking that burden on? Mm -hmm. I've taken this person, <laughs> I've taken the blinking roof off, I've lowered them down before mm -hmm. Jesus for mm -hmm. Jesus to do what yeah. he wants to do mm -hmm. and taking off that responsibility of thinking, Lord, mm -hmm. I can't be responsible mm -hmm. for their relationship with you. I can't be responsible for how you want to answer this. Yeah. <laughs> I can only but bring them to you and ask you for yeah. your grace and your mercy over them and their situation. And James, interesting, going back to what you had asked, 
do we ask before we pray? I read um, a book by, I never know if I say his name right, Guy Charest. It's um, I Dance Because I Cannot Fly, um, a guy that was going off. Um, there was a drug rehabilitation. I think it's called Betel or Bethel or something like that. Um, it was over in Spain and they've mm. got some here in the UK okay. too. And um, I was reading a few of his books and, and one of his principles was that whenever you go to pray for someone, mm. You don't utter a word until you've sat with the Father first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I remember that being something that I found really wise mm. of going, actually, yeah, let's not let's not just mm. try and fix that person by praying something that's formulaic or thinking that we might actually take a moment. Mm -hmm take a moment and and he actually um was sort of saying you know if you speak in tongues then pray in tongues it doesn't work for me like that i do mm. speak in tongues but it doesn't mm. i can't just force myself into it but he had again very formulaic i'm just i'm caught by the so very, irony he's, he's of come off saying. he's come off formulaic and then introduced another so, formula. So got his formula. <laughs> but i loved the sentiment yeah, yeah i yeah, loved yeah, the absolutely. sentiment of yeah. once you're in there just sit yeah. just mm -hmm. just wait and invite the holy spirit and just yeah. wait and I loved that. Mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, that's actually very wise. Don't rush in. Mm. Sit and wait. Mm -hmm. That, again, could be very formulaic. Mm. But that's something I found yeah. really, I find that really helpful. Yeah. So none of me is coming to the table. Mm. I just want to sit and wait. Well, there's been multiple occasions where I've been praying for people. And they say, can you play for X? And I'll say, okay. Mm. And then I'll just listen. And actually, quite often, more often... I just feel the Holy Spirit prompted me to, to pray for something completely different. Okay. So I end up ignoring their request and just okay. pray for <laughs> kind of better to be in alignment with God than yeah, the human being yeah. you're praying yeah. for. Yeah. And it tends, you generally, they feel very blessed by okay. doing it that mm. way. That's great. I also found it really interesting going back to when you were saying how sometimes as Christians we can think that we won't carry mm. any yoke or burden. And I've had to learn the other way <laughs> where I expected yeah. and I've always expected challenge. Huh. I've always expected that mm. I would be called to almost that anything that bad that could go wrong would go wrong. Okay. That I would stand. Mm -hmm. And and that's, yeah, I don't even know where that came from. Mm. And yet God just started to challenge me in that in the last five years to say, Jorita, why do you always expect the worst? Mm. Why do you always expect mm. that I'm going to call you to the hardest place? Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, oh, mm. I don't know. Interesting. What, why? Why am I always? And mm. even like tonight, thinking very aware that we could speak really boldly. And yet there's part of me that goes, Lord, please don't challenge me on that. <laughs> <laughs> and yet I know mm. he sense his smile because I have a journal yeah. sitting in front of me where God was saying, Jorita, why is it yeah. that when you ask something boldly, or you say something boldly, do you expect me to challenge you on that? Mm. And he's having to rewrite my mm. my thing of going, I'm not always going to take you to the hard place. Mm. And I know that's not everybody's journey, but I wanted to flip it mm. from what Absolutely. you were saying of yeah. for actually I've always expected mm. that I would have the tough walk and the hard walk to mm. be made to stand firm on what I really believe in almost kind of proving yeah. <laughs> and whether that comes back to my self-worth and my works yeah. to prove my myself to God as a teenager and into my 20s whether that's still him rewriting mm -hmm. all of that um but yeah it's mm. been a really interesting season to walk around and go yeah actually no I shouldn't always expect mm. the worst mm. but I'm yeah. going to be called to stand on him like Job yeah, yeah. Uh, you know 
tested to say that mm. I know my daughter's strong mm. and I know my daughter's faith. Let me show you. Mm -hmm. And I've always been in a position to expect that that's what's going to mm -hmm. happen. And so mm. far that hasn't happened. I've definitely not walked always the easiest journeys, but I've not mm. had the extreme that yeah. I think I've expected over the years. Mm. And who knows? Maybe I'll go through something like that. Who knows? I'm not going to live yeah. in fear of it no, because no, he's challenging no, me no, not to but expect either it. Either way, whether it's a hard, feels like a burden to us, or it's an easy yoke. I think the, I can write and say the principle of the yoke is you've got two oxen yeah. side by side, and it's his yoke. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> either way around, we're walking with Jesus, and yeah. we're back yeah. to that point Come again on. of it's not about us on our own. This is mm. not our journey that we're called to walk no. without Christ with us. He is with us. And yeah. That's the revelation that changes everything, yeah. right? Yeah. We're doing this with him. Absolutely. Amen. And the invitation is to trust him that he is good and faithful mm. and that he's with us. Yeah. And all the rest of it will fall in line. Well, <laughs> I, I, think, I, think, yeah, I think for me is that, uh, interestingly, I was reading, was this a psalm? I can't get the n number because, and it was David talking about um, wanting I desire, wanting I seek after that mm -hmm. I may dwell in your presence all the days of my mm -hmm. life to gaze on your beauty. Yeah. I think for me, where I am and, 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 and the cry of my heart for myself and for maybe our local church is for all of us to be actively seeking God. Yeah. Um, to be seeking Jesus, to mm -hmm. be seeking his presence, mm -hmm. his mm -hmm. indwelling of the Holy Spirit yeah. in our lives as we walk through life. I think um, if we are in that place and constantly go back in mm. to seek that, that place of constantly seeking him, I think one of the things David got right was that he was terrible at mistakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But he was also desperately seeking God all yeah. his life. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. when I look at David and I will look at Saul, mm. I think Saul stopped seeking God actively. And David mm. never gave up on God. Mm. He would mess up. He would break all the rules mm -hmm. they were ever to break in this mm -hmm. life. Yeah. And he would keep seeking God desperately. Mm. Yeah. I think for me, that is a place where even as a community of believers... Mm. If we are seeking God, we can walk hand in hand. If someone is faltering, yeah. both of us, whether we are praying for healing or we are praying for comfort in a time of grief, we will hold each other's hand mm. and seek God together mm -hmm. yeah. and seek his answers and what he's yeah. saying concerning that situation. I think mm. that's, that's my prayer. It's not always easy practically, mm. but it's definitely something I have, I have seen in my personal work that that in challenging times that when you see God which brings me back to that fact that he 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 shows up mm. but sometimes not just in the way we expect him to yeah mm. yeah thank you guys that's been so so rich from that kind of simple thought at the beginning and uh, thank mm. you for helping me put some thoughts together around that and just to reflect on it together Thanks for bringing it to the table. Mm -hmm. It's been good. Thanks yeah, really yeah. good. As soon as you put it on the table, it was like, oh, this, yeah, this is a good one. So thank you. It's okay. Thank you, gentlemen, for hanging out again. It is an honour to be yeah. here. It mm -hmm. really is, and I love it. And uh, I look forward for us being together again in a couple of weeks. Um, we hope that, um, yeah, you've been encouraged. As we say this every time, we really do hope that you guys have been encouraged and... Um, 
yeah just keep talking to Jesus yeah. open up your word yeah. and get to know who he is and you know what more than anything let him in Mm. I think the one thing that all of us probably can say around this table is we've had a choice at times whether we've let him in or not. And the more you let him in, mm. the more you re he reveals himself. Yeah. So be encouraged that if you are going through a time right now and it doesn't make sense and it's really hard, get to know him, let mm. him in and just trust that he is who he says he is. Yeah. He's got you and he sees beyond this and he is faithful. Till next time. Good night, gents. Good night. Good night. Good night.